up? It's your boy Owen J.J. Stone, a.k.a. Doctor. And as always, it's IQMZ Sports. It's Monday. There's no finals, so we're actually doing the show. Say what up to the people, Jason. What's going on, guys? We we started this show yesterday, but we're just getting on there now. So happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> right about that. Um, Just so we can get right into stuff, we have a guest today. Say what's up to people, James Seltzer. What's up, people? Uh. That's my nephew. He's the greatest producer in the world. He's got all kinds of projects, <laughs> which I will I link old, in the show notes uh, that you will like find it. out. But he's like the greatest dude in the world in the midday. I call him all the time because he agrees with me. So that means he's smart. Um, let's jump <laughs> into these stories because we're on like rapid fire time today. Uh, so the Sixers got a pick in the draft. Does anybody hear about it? Was that in the news? Yeah, I think I mean, it was a little big a, a trade there. Jumped award. up to number one then again. Top of the draft. James, Trust are you excited about this pick? <laughs> How would you not be excited about it? This is like they gave up one pick essentially to swap spots. It's a, a no-brainer to get the one guy who actually fits the team. Like you're actually getting a basketball player who fits with the players you have before. It's a very novel concept here. Uh, but yeah, man, I'm I'm ecstatic about it. Jason, are you excited? How could you not be? Like James said, Sixers needed a secondary ball handler to match Ben Simmons. They found that. They needed somebody that could shoot. They found that. And they found a guy who is willing to play defense when he has to. He didn't do that much at Washington because nobody else did on that team. But how could you not be happy? The the picks they gave up are both heavily protected. It's a win, like James said. Okay, so that is the best part of this deal where I feel like the Sixers didn't get hosed because I don't still right. trust Colangelo. He don't know what he's doing. So I'm like, but then in my mind, I'm thinking, what does Danny Ainge know that I don't know? Because uh, he always is such the an overrated thing. Deal. Yeah, you got to get over so that, overrated. man. He beat you Billy King can't... in a trade. Billy King he's is the worst He's a human being. Ever. He makes mistakes, too, just like everybody okay. else. And are we yeah, all making did, a mistake? He didn't have any leverage. Did... No one wanted to trade up. It was a bad spot. This draft is so deep, like through the top, like nine guys or whatever, that like the value just wasn't there, and 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 teams didn't have assets. So I I just think it was a trade that made sense for both teams if they didn't want to take Fultz, which it really seemed like they want to like commit to to Isaiah, and and they didn't want to, you know, clog up the backcourt. They got Avery Bradley, Marcus Martin, all those guys. I don't think that's a good reason to not take balls, but that seems like what it was. So, But, I mean, look, Danny Ainge can mess up. He's not like, you know, Belichick. Nine. How many games did he play in college? Who? Uh, Fultz. Fultz? I don't know, like uh, 20-ish. Yeah, the whole season. He missed six How... games, I think. He missed six <laughs> games. He won nine. So, and he's the number oh, one overall projected. Like, team it sucks terrible. because when you watch highlights, it, it doesn't do anything because all, all the highlights are always good. And who watches games of Washington at no. two o'clock in the morning when they're playing? <laughs> Nobody. We, well, at least we don't on here on the East Coast. I, I just feel like, as much as I love his background story, he came from a garbage can. Somebody gave him a chance. He lived a dream to become the number one overall pick. I'm like, who is this dude that's deserving of the number one overall pick versus? The other dudes with legacy of basketball semi-greatness. So that's what I'm saying. Well, what kind of legacy of basketball semi-greatness is there? The whole story is the point. The kid went to Washington because they were the only people who recruited him when he was a tiny, you know, sophomore and then a junior. Like, and they're he's loyalty. That's what it was. He's like, 
you know, he went to a, a terrible team with a terrible supporting cast. The coach got fired. Like, you know, what do you expect the kid to do? He athletic. Like, at what 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 do you want to see from him? Like, you watch him play. Like, he's smooth. He makes it look easy. The athleticism's clearly he there. Does he do that. Shoot. He does do that. He's smart. He's he knows where to be on defense. He, he I think uh, he defense, can be a, he can be a good defender he, if he puts the effort in. But he knows where to be. Like that's why he had so many blocks. I man, I like and he fits perfectly. I get what you're saying, but like I don't know. They didn't really give up that it much. Is, what you got it? You got to You make these picks at some point, right? It is the fit we need. It 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 is not going for a potential best. It is something that we actually need. So that part about it, I'm super excited about. And when the season rolls around, James, I'll be like dancing like a little schoolgirl. Because last year when Embiid finally played, I was hyped as all get out. But beforehand, <laughs> I was yelling, I don't know nothing. Embiid might not never play ever, ever, ever. So <laughs> right now, Yo, how I'm come, on my skeptical How come brain. last year everybody was cool with Ben Simmons not winning many games? It was all good. But now this year, everybody wants to be scared about that. The difference is... <sighs> Again, is what Ben Simmons has had hype about his hype them since the beginning of dawn of time. There's a difference. Fultz has been the you know consensus I mean? top pick all year. Yeah, and was the like I said, like going into college would have like he got offers from Kentucky, Kansas, Duke, like every school they all wanted him. Like he would have been the best player at any of those schools. He just had like loyalty, and he stuck with Lorenzo Romar and and which Chilis was a terrible and all decision. Those guys. <laughs> Was it okay. really though? Why was it? You know what? He's he's was going to be the number one pick in the draft. I don't think things worked out too poorly for him. Oh no! He, and yeah, on that respect, you are correct. So he he was rewarded for his loyalty by still being the number one pick in the draft. And again, once the season rolls around, uh, no matter who we pick, I'm gonna be on a freight train talk about let's do this until they get an injury and then they get put on the shelf for three years. Um, which again, I just want LeBron James <laughs> trainer, Jeff, the medical team. 14 there years in the league, he plays more minute than Lord Jesus himself. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have anything to do with his trainer. It has to do with the fact that he's a robot or like an alien or something. He's not the same species as everybody else. Well, LeBron James came out the womb at 42 years old. That's what happened. He was he was a <laughs> man doing a full-time way, job most people don't do. Props um, to LeBron for finally giving up on the hairline, man. Uh, Has he you, given up though? I feel he like he's the still trying, did he? he? Uh, it, yeah. All right, well, if he did, good for him because that was one of the saddest running the stories in this country. I think he shaved it for the gym. That hairline will definitely be back <laughs> come playoff time next year. I guarantee it. Um, so, uh, do you think the Celtics fans are happy or upset? They're upset right now. That's all. Yeah, over. Think, they don't know what's yeah. going on. They don't know what Angel's thing is and. Every year they've been about to make a deal, but he's yet to actually make a deal with all these picks that he's had. So unless the other shoe drops, they're not going to be too happy, despite Ainge saying he'll still get the player he wanted at three anyway. Yeah, I agree. I think six, uh, Celtics fans got excited for Fultz and the prospect of this potential transcendent guy to kind of be the next guy as as they move forward. And I think I think they're disappointed. I mean, like, who knows if they get Jimmy Butler, if they get whatever, like, that the, yeah, we'll reevaluate. But I think right now, I think the more Celtics fans than not are, are disappointed. Those two playoff well, – sorry, I'm about to say something to misspeak. The playoff win and that almost playoff win without Isaiah Thomas made all those fans think, okay, let's go draft a young Thundercat to take his place because they played mm-hmm. better without him on the floor because he's only five foot six. And you know can't really do anything on the court. So that the was kind worst of the worst defensive player in the NBA. 
that was the worst thing for his career to go out and then watch a team win a game, coalesce, almost win another game without him. So well, I, it looks like they've committed I mean, to him. Right like now. this move tells me that they believe in him. And I mean, offensively, like we can't underrate Isaiah's game. Like he is a terrific offensive player, but I agree. No I think I wouldn't commit whatever 30 mil a year, whatever it's got to be to him. That's crazy. He's mighty mouse. Uh, next story. Uh, 76ers. Uh, RT Armageddon exposed to people about the process. So were you a believer in the process, James? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. What other way are you going to do it in the NBA? They didn't have a choice. Absolutely. I think it was genius. I supported it all the way through. I have no problem being patient. Look at what we get now. We have the potential for three, like the a big three, like three potentially like, you know, many time all-star type players. And we one's 23, one's 19, and one's 20. Like, yeah, how could you not think that that, that worked out? Uh, I think it all worked out. I was always on... The process train, the the thing I hate about the process train was the ownership train. Raising oh, yeah, ticket I, prices I, yeah, every not, year. I and I don't like that they pushed Hinky out, like all that stuff. But the actual concept not, of, not of doing Hinky, it, I liked some it. Point you got to acquiesce to the league. The league's like, yo, you got to stop it. I get that. I'm talking about ticket prices going up year oh, after I agree. year. Yeah, that was I'm ridiculous. About, and just the lying about injuries and all that kind of stuff. I, I'm, I'm with you 100%. I, that ownership is not looked good over the last uh, couple of years for sure but this this coming to fruition and having quote unquote assets is finally looking good um you know people were just again bashing people that pre-bashed the process and now the process is coming through well i tell you what and beads only played yeah. 35 games little premature to be doing this <laughs> little premature despite the fact that i'm excited about this trade i love I mean, you I- with all my heart but he's like the supermodel that was drunk and hooked up with me. And I feel like when I see her again, she won't be drunk. So she probably won't hook up with me again. And all I got <laughs> was 35 games and that one no, drunk with, night of love. Yeah. That's all I got. I, I can't depend I, I, on Joel Embiid. I need Joel Embiid, but I can't depend on him yet. No, I agree. I don't think you can. I don't think anyone can. But, I, you know, you just got to hope with him. But I do think that Fultz and Simmons – you know, are a perfect fit together. So I think you've yeah. got that going for you no matter what. But yeah, look, if they want to be a, a dominant, I mean, Embiid's the, the, the highest ceiling, the, the best of the bunch. So, and then yeah. the most impactful, especially defensively. So I, you know, who knows? I don't think you can ever count on him at least until it's, you know, we're years down the line. Yeah, and we, we, we got to, hopefully this year I, I did an over under with somebody. They said 65 games. I'm, oh, I'm hoping high. for half the season. I'm I would, hoping for 50 Yeah, I would take the season. under. I would I would optimistically say 50, 55 games, but I don't know. Right. You yeah, almost got to hope 55. the rest of the team Jason, gels the and they use them like the Celtics used to use Bill Walton off the bench back in the day as a super sub. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's possible, too. I think when he plays, he's going to play more minutes. I mean, you know, right. I, I think we'll see minutes restrictions. I think we'll see the back-to-back thing again. And I think, you know, he gets – if he doesn't get hurt for any extended period of time, he'll get to 50, 55 games. That's 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 my dream. My With dream was I said 45, 50 games. <laughs> if, we, if I get that, I'll be happy and hope that – Me too. We pay him a boatload of money that he's on the mend and, and, and uh, somewhat useful for us because he, he's a unicorn. He's so special yep. in everything that he could do. And the worst part about him, the thing I hate the most about him, I love him. He's so fun. 
I hate that he's so cool <laughs> and he has his broken English and he'd be out dancing and shaking it and playing soccer with the kids. I hate that I like him because it makes it so much more personal for me to invest yeah, in, oh my my, in him. He's my He's my favorite athlete of all time already. I don't even know what to do with myself. <laughs> did you see freaking Pwned Howard Eskin on Twitter today? It's like he did yes, the he he, did. he was a part of the retweet Arbengeden. I mean, it's like he just uh, he gets this fan base gets like how to use the media, all that kind of stuff better than any athlete I maybe have ever seen. Like it's unbelievable how savvy he is. Uh, before we switch gears on to the next topic, do you know what I wish for him to be? If for some god awful reason he can never ball out for us again, do you know what I want him to do? Run the Wendy's I, Twitter account. Oh, uh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> I want him to be the Sixers Pat Croce. Yes, I could see that. I, w- <laughs> I would good. want him to just be like, yo, I know I, 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 I broke my foot. I'm never playing again. I want to rep Philly, though. I'm going to be here for life. Let's get this done. Bring people in. He'd just be tweeting for us and shaking it and dancing, and that would excite me to know. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, It'll be the hype man. <laughs> uh, hopefully that's not what happens. Hopefully Bosley falls. Uh, okay, so let's talk about some of these trade talks. Um, there's like a three-team deal trying to go on the Cavs, fire their GM, uh, not LeBron James, the real GM, the yeah. dude that stole checks. David Griffin. Uh, yeah, Jace, what's his name? David Griffin. He'll never get another job again. Nobody believes him. Sure. I don't <laughs> <laughs> but um, so they're talking about the Cavs, Paul George, or Jimmy Butler. Who do you think? I, I'll let you go first, James. Who do you think would be better for the Cavs? Oh, I mean, I think Butler uh, probably. I mean, Butler's better because he's got more time left before he's a free agent. But I don't know. I, I think uh, I think for a one year run, I think George probably fits the Cavs better. Um, I mean, I like Butler a lot. I, I think I probably like – I don't know who I like more. I go back and forth. I, I, I really like Butler, though. I think that – but I think for the Cavs and what I – I just don't know what, what the Cavs have to get Butler. I think that it's more likely they could afford to do a one-year rental thing with George, and I, I think that makes them a, a contender. Or I guess they're already a contender because they're, they're in the finals. You know what I mean? Like actually a chance to beat the Warriors. And even then, they probably can't. What do you think, Jason? Uh, if they're going to try and beat the Warriors, they need a better two-way player. So Butler would be the better fit because he's the better defender and gives them a better chance to slow down the Warriors. But uh, George can definitely give them that offensive punch. But I-, I would definitely go Butler, even with his, even though he's played less games than George per season. So th- I'm going Butler as well, even though I think George would be a better fit. Butler just plays better defense. The only problem I see with Butler is Butler wants the ball. Like, Mm -hmm. closeout games and the pressure's on, he is an alpha male. He's that dude I said, like, Fultz, he was in a trash can, born out of a basketball, bred (laughs) to lead Mm -hmm. the championship of the world. Like, he's just, his whole mentality is like, I had to fight to get here. I'm going to do whatever I got to do. And I don't know if he can acquiesce to LeBron James barking at him, talk about fool. Why didn't you do what I told you to do last week? Well, he better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he also, <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure no he wants to win the championship. He's talked about it. He's hungry for that. But right. uh, I think Paul George would technically be better fit. I think Butler would be the better player on the team. And uh, uh, as far as getting there, all they're going to do is trade love to one of these circus teams and then trade some trades and get the trades done. The NBA is going to make it happen. 
Um, right. who, so that's who all we gotta say. Ja? Who wants about ja that? in the three way trade? He can be nobody. Like, nobody. nobody at hey, all. Hey, hey, hey. I wouldn't even. Everybody take him wants on my, to uh, be in a three way. <laughs> Next, um, <laughs> Kevin Durant uh, and the Golden State Warriors AD. are champions. And Kevin Durant went on the internet uh, tweeting people back yeah. that were calling him soft. Reach me, Armageddon. Yeah. Oh, wrong thing. I'm sorry. Not wrong thing. Like, the same thing. <laughs> He's just yeah. sitting there trolling people and never for four years he, for his whole career. He never really asked people like he did today. Now he got this little ring. Now he feel like, oh, let me go in here and say, what do you mean? I suck. You know what I mean? Like, that's weak. Yeah. He is so soft. What do you think about it, Jason? I'm going to let you go first, Jason. Go ahead. <laughs> KD is one of the worst trash talkers I've ever seen, man. That's not his game. Stay in your lane. Just stick to what you do. Be one of the best scorers in the NBA Take that ring that you got and just enjoy the offseason, man. No need to try and come at people like that to prove something. It just shows how insecure he is. James. Ah, man. I like KD. I think people hate on KD too much. And <laughs> look, yeah, you know, I get it. Like, yeah, he went to the Warriors and, like, that's like a super team and all that But, like, he's all, like, it's hard to get mad at a, what, 27 year old dude at the time or whatever he was, like, yeah. wanting to go somewhere and live his life there and hang out with certain people and all that. If it was any other freaking profession in the world, we'd be like, oh, man, good for you. Like, I'm really happy for you, man. It's so cool. Like, you got buddies, you're making lots of money, you love living there congratulations but um so like i i hate to get mad at the person from like a uh i don't love the i I like the concept of i want athletes who want to like who have chips on their shoulders and want to compete and want to win on their own and want to be like the alpha dog i i want all that so like i get it but i also think that i think people are too hard on duran i think he's just having some fun here and and he's finally like maybe letting loose a little bit and even if he's bad at it he's just not good at it yeah i'm not gonna hate on him for it (laughs) Well, I hate on him. I hate on Wardell. I hate on everything Golden State related. Oh, you're the so, biggest Warriors hater there is. I There's no one. And here's the thing, so, so you don't know this about me, but I, I'm big into the tech game. I have so many friends out of Silicon Valley. For years, I would travel out there for weeks at a time. I couldn't pay anyone to go to a Warriors game. Anyone. <laughs> now, really? all my billionaire, rich, muckety-muck friends out here talk about words. My one buddy, Jason Calcanis, this dude's worth uh, uh, $800 million. He's a Knicks fan. Yeah, 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 name drop, name (laughs) drop. He's a Knicks fan. But guess what? Now, all of a sudden, he's a Warriors fan. And every time we be tweeting about these Warriors, I'm like, aren't you from New York City? Didn't you migrate out there? I don't hear you talk about the Knicks. You, you, now you're going to switch your whole life, born and bred Knicks fan, and now you're going to go out here with these muckety-mucks and talk about, I just hate Everything about the Golden State Wars. I hate Wardell. I hate that they fired Jackson. I hate that Steve Kerr don't even have to coach. They they put in a puppet coach that won more games than anybody in history. Then they let uh uh, uh what's his name chocolate ball head uh dude what's his name look like a gumdrop Mike Brown uh, coach Mike Brown yeah 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 fifteen games undefeated like I just hate you forgot Golden Luke Walton last year <laughs> yeah Luke Walton Luke Walton now got Luke Walton the job why because they're on autopilot you ain't got to do nothing. And then you go to the team that beat you. Yeah, most people go to another job and they say, cool, your profession. Okay, so you punch me in the face repeatedly. I'm bleeding in the street. I get up and say, you know what? I'm going to go live at Jason's house. That's what that's like. You you beat me. Now I'm going to come live with you. Totally not even close to the same thing. (laughs) Oh, it's definitely. They had enough money. They offered him a job. He took it. He took the best thing for him and and he proved it to be right. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> the Spurs would have been the best thing for him too, and they could have won, and I would have been as mad. And I don't even like Popovich that much, but at least I kind of respected that. Oh, they play the game the right way. They jack up threes and walk away from the line and don't look at them and pray to the devil or whoever they made a deal with that they go in. I can't stand it. Um, but anyway, you guys think hater. it's cool. Yeah. Not a hater. Devout pain and uh, uh, negativity throughout my whole soul. There's not one positive vibe that goes through my soul with GSW. I'm not even a Warriors, Damn, fan. Not even uh, a Warriors well, fan, but that's you made brutal, me like, start man. defending them <laughs> so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah on, right? on my grave. Now, the only thing I say positive about them is, hey, Clay Thomas, we got a whole lot of money if you want to come out here <laughs> to the <laughs> If you want to come and drop them 27 points in the quarter. That's about the only positivity I And bring your little funky dog, too. Uh, we'll Clay. take KD too uh, in a couple years. That's fine. He can come. Yeah, that's about it. That's all I got. <laughs> um, so, uh, what is a super team? LeBron James said he ain't started a super team. Uh, Draymond Green out there wearing a quickie shirt and got upset because LeBron said he's a minute man. Uh, talking about he started the super teams. <laughs> and then LeBron <laughs> said, I ain't started super teams. They started with Shaq in the 80s and uh, uh, Houston Rockets. So, uh, James, do you think LeBron James started super teams or he ha- he's been on super teams? Well, I mean, look, it's uh, like uh, semantics, right? A super team. Like, yeah, what do you call a super team? I think he, like, we've had super teams for a long time. The NBA has always been dominated by dynasties. Like, when was the last time there wasn't a super team? It's always the Lakers or the Celtics or the Bulls or the Spurs or the, you know, or or now the, the Warriors. But, yeah, I think it was a super team in Miami. I mean, you know, they all went down there together, Wade, him, Bosh, Allen. I mean, that's like, you know. A calculated, we're going to all get together and play. And I think that was a super team. They were easily the most talented team in the league. The only team that beat them was that Spurs team that was, you know, uh, and obviously the Mavs did that first year, but that was, you know, still gelling after that. That was because of the Spurs of the Spurs, you know, but talent wise, yeah. I mean, isn't that a super team? I don't know. It depends on what your definition of super team is. Jason? <laughs> Well, one, I love hearing people like, yeah, it was a super team, except when they lost. Then they weren't a super team, but they were still super. But like, what does it mean? <laughs> right. The funny thing is everyone forgets in 2000 when the Magic tried to create their own super team by signing McGrady, Grant Hill and Duncan. But they just missed out on Duncan and Grant Hill's feet exploded. Otherwise, that would have been the first super team or whatever we want to call it. But uh yeah, those Heat teams were carried by LeBron. They had some of the worst role players I've ever seen. Mike Miller can't outjump me, right? <laughs> he was getting minutes in the finals. He's terrible. James Jones is still, still following LeBron around. James Jones is awful. Mario Chalmers, Udonis Haslam, like come on, right? <laughs> okay, so so let's let's go let's go here. So when the Lakers are in Showtime mode, right? They have three of. <laughs> the greatest players to ever play the game. But they built through the draft, and, and and they built that team up, and then they brought in great role players. Now, that was a super team that was constructed, quote-unquote, the right way. The Golden State Warriors, to their credit, were a super team constructed the right way. Last year and the year previous, I wouldn't have yelled at them because I think that that team was built through the draft properly. They, they came up, you know, a couple injuries slowed them down, but they came together. Once you have that super team already, and then you add arguably the third best player in the league, because I'm never going to call him the second best player in the league because I believe in Kawhi, (laughs) the third best player in the league on that team, 
Now that team becomes a super team. LeBron James saying, I've never been on a super team, is the biggest troll in history because he <laughs> is the super team. LeBron right. James is the super team. When LeBron <laughs> goes to a team, they go to the finals. When that team doesn't have LeBron James, they go uh, to Istanbul or Denmark or wherever it is that lost souls that don't have LeBron James go because he took Shaq and some old uh, the dude that slept with his mom to the finals and lost hey, and then bounced to Miami. Who after Shaq had left, Wade Wade Wade's a great player. Wade, Wade is a, a champion before LeBron got there, but Wade couldn't do it. Uh, nowhere close to what happened when LeBron got there. And Bosh, yeah, Bish Bosh, Bishy Bosh, Bosh is a Bosh is no Hall of Famer. He's not going no, to the Hall yeah. of Fame. So Ray LeBron Allen, James Ray saying he, he didn't start super teams is right because wherever he goes, again, and still for the next three years, is the super team. And he's, Kyrie Irving in love without LeBron James might not make the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no arguments? Possible. Okay. I mean, I think they'd make the playoffs. The East is awful. They would make the playoffs. I think you're wrong about that. Kyrie's really good. You you think they're better than the Bulls? They're like a a six through eight seed without LeBron. It's hard to tell if Kyrie is good because he is so good with LeBron next to him. I don't want to take away from Kyrie, but without LeBron, it's hard to tell what he would actually do. Feel like he can well, I know what he does when LeBron sits on the bench. He can't get the yeah, team going and motivated for nothing. Team. And the points no, fall to the floor. And I believe that. in Kyrie. I love Kyrie. At night, I dream that he is me. And I'll be doing <laughs> stuff that I wish I could be. But without <laughs> LeBron James facilitating, it is a whole different beast. LeBron James has never been on a super team because wherever Le- when LeBron James goes to sleep, he's with a super team. He is the team. He guards all five positions. <laughs> and, and he lost to a real super team that had – had three MVPs and 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 a coach that would have bet. I oh that story because we we run a long time. We killing it today. We crushed it. We're gonna get through this seltzer. We're gonna get you out of here. All right. Um, the Eagles season pressure seltzer. You think there's pressure on the Eagles this year? Or are we just free and clear? No, yeah, I don't think. I mean, there, I think there's pressure on Doug Peterson. I don't know if he lasts if they don't make the playoffs, but. No, I, I think uh, people understand that that they're not a Super Bowl winning team this year. I think people want and expect a potential playoff team, but no, there's not too much pressure. Uh, best acquisition by the Eagles this offseason? Alshon, obviously. He's going to be awesome. Yeah. I'm really excited about Alshon. Jason, same two questions. Yeah, the pressure is all on Doug Peterson. I think he's actually already on his way out. I really don't think he makes it through the year no matter what. I don't even know what he could do to save his job. And, uh, yeah, Alshon Jeffries definitely the best acquisition that they had. But uh, I'm not expecting him to do too well this year. The Eagles or uh, Jeffrey? The Eagles. Ooh. So, in my heart, I want the Eagles to get – I think I think the Eagles gonna get nine, ten wins, but in my mind, I want them to get like seven. So Doug definitely leaves. I need Doug Peterson gone. <laughs> I, I I'm, have, I'm fine what? with I, that. I, I right. hate Doug. Yeah, we oh, all thank do. you. See, I know <laughs> yeah, I, we're we're on agreement. If you love James, I love him. <laughs> I hate. <laughs> I hate him. All, he is he is just. Every, we, you know, Jason. Jason knows we argue people on Twitter and the Facebook, and people right. be trying to stick up for the dude. He was a high school clipboard holding coach that just has a buddy who got a new job and needed to fill a roster and brought him up to coach with him. 
He I mean, can't coach. <laughs> he, he never let him call plays. I, I can't think of anybody like when they brought Deuce Staley in uh, as, as an interview, which is you know just a shot in the face of a Rooney Rule, and it's disrespectful. Right. I'd rather have Deuce Staley be my coach than Doug Peterson. I would too. <laughs> yes, agreed. I agree oh. with you. <laughs> oh, you're, you're, not, you're not getting arguments here if you're looking for yeah. Them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. I'm excited because I'm on my side. That's right. I can't stand them. <laughs> I wish them well in life, but not on my team. So I, that's why I'm like, if the Eagles kind of, if they win 10, 12, 11 games by whatever, which I guess with his play calling, it's not going to happen. But if we did, we overachieve, and then they think, oh, we should keep them. And this owner just has a problem with, I guess he did fire whatever chip, but chip just totally screwed it up. But if we win a little bit, they'll keep him. I don't want Doug here. I want a man. I want somebody like Tomlinson. I want some dude that's just angry Tomlin. and mean and looks like he knows everything about football. It makes me scared to talk to him. I want a man. You talking about Mike I can't Tomlin from Pittsburgh? Design. What? You talking about Mike Tomlin from Pittsburgh? Yeah. Yeah, I don't even think he's that good of a coach. I think he's yeah, so overrated not, he, as a coach, man. Yeah, he's pretty overrated, but he is tough. I, I yeah, agree with tough, that. He's tough, but he's not a good football and, coach. Yeah, I don't think he's okay. very good. I okay. think he's. I think he's. He's all right. I think he's kind okay. of. Uh, okay. He's. He, okay. He's okay. gotten so uh, kind of like he was overrated that, that for so long that now I think it's flipping around. He might a be a little underrated. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so one question though. Would you rather have someone like that with moxie and control, or would you rather have Doug Peterson? Oh, yeah, obviously. I'll take okay, Tomlin 100 yeah, times. That, that was my point. I don't need Tomlin. I don't want him to leave Doug Pittsburgh and come coach us. I just want a grown man that knows football and is barky, barky, barky. Um, oh, God. Peters, what do you think about the Peters nice. deal, James? The extension. What was that? What do you think about the uh, the Peters extension? I don't know. I mean, like, I, I'm fine with it. Like, I, look, if it creates a. Uh, it creates cap room, like they say, or relief or whatever. Whatever. That's fine, I guess. I don't know how that makes sense to me. And, like, I certainly don't want to be paying a guard, like, you know, 10, 20, 10, 15 million dollars or whatever it is in the next couple of years. But, you know, whatever. It's fine. I, I like, I, I don't hate it, but I don't love it. I'm not like, I wanted him back this year. I want any, you know, I'm, I'm all for just protecting Wentz this season. But, like, and he's already under know. contract, though, bro. I I know I know I'm saying I I'm with you like I'm saying I don't know I, it does you know I'm not gonna get yeah. fired up about it if it because like if it does create cap room then who am I to quibble with it it's not my money but um I don't know I'm with you I I think it's I think he's old and I would not have given him another year Jason uh, I think Jason Peters is the definition of like a me first guy he's a Hall of Fame left tackle. But I don't think he does things that are conducive for a winning team. I don't think he's a leader, the leader that he's cracked up to be. And I definitely think at this point in his career, I would not have extended him. And he's definitely slowing down despite having an alleged magical power to jump offside and get people offsides, according to some of our Facebook friends. That's why he gets so many false starts. But he's clearly a guy that's slowing down athletically and he has to cheat a little bit now to uh, try and stay with those speed rushers. Oh, he's not cheating, as our buddy uh, Sean Kennedy says. He's just <laughs> right. uh, trying to trick he's, the defender right. <laughs> into all fosters. Uh Again, I'm with both you guys. I don't. I feel like it makes me stupid that I don't understand how it saves us money because I feel like we're still overpaying for him, and we already had him under contract. And I guess whatever kind of crap you say that it it has to be is fine. But as you mm-hmm. said, Jason, his attitude. Right. And the way he is about everything, I, I mean, 
like, luckily know, we got this young studded quarterback. You Chip Kelly, like, I, and it was deserved that you hated Chip Kelly. But like, that's a guy who was the leader of the team, and he quit. Yeah, like he, and, he yeah, quit on the yeah, team. Yeah, quit I, and on Chip, right. but at the same time, he also has shown to be there, and like you know, like he you know remember the the fight with Washington. He was the one who was first one in there defending Nick Foles, and like yes. I do, and he's super respected, like. Big time in the locker room, so I totally get that. I think that was, I think that might have been a very unique situation because of Chip Kelly. Definitely could have been, and hopefully that is the case because his attitude hasn't seemed super duper spectacular. Even though we have new management, new coaching, and everything else, he's still like, "Yo, I'm not taking a pay cut. Wait, extend me because I want to be here forever." Like, if you really right. were about that life, obviously your words are contradicting <laughs> themselves, and we know the game. But he's just old, and I he's. Oh, this is for left tackle, and we did. Okay, so you're not gonna get worked over. I'm not gonna get worked over. Last story, and then we're gonna get you out of here. Uh, we record time like 30 minutes. We killed it, even though we was late. We was on time. Um, so uh, <laughs> August 20th, yeah, August 26th, the biggest fight in boxing history is going. Fans down. are gonna get worked over to use the term you just said, paying for this fight. Uh, James, you you buying the fight? No, are you kidding? Come on, you're a sports guy. You got to buy it, right? Yeah, well, I'll go somewhere and watch it. I'll watch on Periscope or whatever. But, <laughs> I mean, I, like, it's going to be bad. I mean, I mean, McGregor is just going to get, like, it's going to be bad. Mayweather's going to win that, so easy. That, that's the pretty much, that's like, that's the right, the, uh, right on the nose endorsement. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to see it on Periscope. I'm going <laughs> to. Yeah. Like it's yeah, worth yeah. it if McGregor just doesn't care about winning and is just gonna like start kicking him or something like that. That <laughs> might be fun to watch, but like as an actual sporting event, I don't know if it's gonna work out. So, um, Jason, before I start talking, you you gonna watch it? No, I'm not gonna watch it. I'm not even gonna waste my time. McGregor doesn't have a chance to beat him. His power is his only asset in that fight. Except everyone forgets that they're going from four ounce gloves to I believe ten ounce gloves. So therefore, taking away a lot of his power, <laughs> and it, it, it's just okay. So I talked to a guy who's MMA and Mayweather's fighter. a technician. Exactly, a he's the greatest. They're, they're he's doing what Mayweather does and not what McGregor does. Right. Yeah. If they were in the MMA ring, McGregor would destroy Floyd. It yes. wouldn't even be close. So, like, <laughs> I was talking to a guy who does MMA fighting, and and his basic thing is, is that McGregor needs to hope that Mayweather doesn't try to touch him. Because he yeah. said, once Instincts. if it lights him up, McGregor will naturally do some other move besides boxing, like yeah, to defend himself. That's it, like, it'll be fighter, it'll be flight or flight, fight or flight, whatever how you say that thing, and he'll works. just naturally just be like snap for a second, like oh yeah, I'm not allowed to kick you in the face. To which right. he gets sued because they have some kind of contractual agreement. If he does anything, any other kind of move besides boxing, he doesn't get his money or whatever, and then Floyd gets it or whatever. Um, it's gonna be the are you most surprised? watched fight ever, by the way. Huh? It's gonna be the most watched fight ever. People are gonna go oh. crazy to watch this fight. No doubt, no doubt. I'll be right there at uh at James's house watching on Periscope. <laughs> though. But um, James, watching uh, some dude's Periscope, it'll be great. <laughs> what did you uh? What did you think about how much money McGregor got out of the deal? I don't know how much did he make. A hundred million or something. Good for yeah. him. Whatever he gets, good for him. He's going right? to get his ass beat on, uh, you know, on pay per view. I think it's uh, he deserves every penny. You know, if they I, were I, smart, 
Floyd would take a dive in the first fight so they could get the rematch and make it's another a, hundred a million a piece. Call, sir. It's a good call, sir. No <laughs> chance it'll happen because you know Floyd is. Yeah, uh, but that's Floyd's the money maker. The, yeah, Floyd's undefeated. So he would never but, do that to yeah. himself. But just to your oh man, that'd be great if Floyd just made it interesting. Right. <laughs> like. You know what I mean? But then again, you can't play around with somebody like that because you get laid out by that uh, dude. But it only takes yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, Floyd, yeah. all Floyd's going to do is just dance, and it's going to be yeah. so pretty and boring. Like, dude, you yep. can't even touch like it. Like every so, fight that he has that everyone always complains about and always pays $100 to watch and then complains about even more afterwards. I haven't watched a Floyd Pretty Boy uh, money team fight in six years i haven't watched one i haven't gone anywhere to watch it. i just haven't watched because i know it's gonna happen and every time i tell people no no don't look at Alvarez, go shut <laughs> up no one ever like at some point right. you just realize like he's too great all right um james uh your twitter handle uh what, what's, your, what's your favorite thing you're working on besides wip midday producer co-host and living the dream balling out in these streets uh, the Bleed Green Nation, is that, what, is that what we're doing in these streets? Yeah, man, BGN Radio, check it out, Eagle stuff. Uh, obviously, I think uh, everyone's all sixered up right now and with good reason, but, uh, you know, we're, we're still doing some Eagle stuff, and uh, obviously when, when football season comes, we'll be grinding. I appreciate the grind. That was the only problem I had with your Twitter uh, bio. You was out there, good <laughs> things come to those who hustle. I'm a grinder. I'm, I'm like, good things come to those who grind. I ain't trying to hustle That's nobody. Right. I'm black Think about here trying to rob them anyway. Is it, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. There's a difference between hustle and grind. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hustle only is like, in Owen's world. Uh, uh, I'm trying in my to work world, you over the same thing. Make a deal. Grind means I'm just working it out. I'm doing my thing every day, grinding. <laughs> grinding. Hustling <laughs> sounds like you're cheating. Yeah, you know I mean, hustling sounds like I'm I'm a hustler. I'm hustling. When I hustle somebody, it's a hustle. That's why I don't like to use the word because uh, I be hustling too. But I don't like to tell Either way, it means I'm I'm uh, I'm working hard. That's the way I look at it. You you working too hard. Your your Twitter bio look like a a, a Haitian's job application. I <laughs> I got thirty two <laughs> jobs. I just got off the boat. I got fourteen kids to feed. I work twenty four seven. Um, that's right. Say, uh uh, I appreciate you coming on the show. Next time I come on the show, we we'll have an early start time so we can talk more stuff. But we still killed it in thirty minutes or less. That's how we deliver these pizzas. So I appreciate you, James. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me on, guys. I had a blast. Uh, invite me back anytime I'm there. All right, Definitely. Thanks, All right. Valid. Say bye to the people, Jason. Bye, people. Right, bye, <laughs> We're out. <laughs>